the cost of satellite rescues, the size of ProRes images on the iPhone, and Apple Watch repair costs. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is a fleet visibility solution for Mac, Windows, and Linux that can help you securely scale your business. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Mac Voices Live. It's Tuesday night. We're back on our regular night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We hope you're here with us, but if you're not, if you're watching this in the feeds later, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you need to set uh, tell Siri, tell um, tell the A-Lady, tell whatever will remind you to get here and be part of the chat on YouTube.com slash TV. We have a great time. We've already got people in the chat room. We have even more just watching live. Um, so come and join us. Um, the, uh, under the heading of confessions, um, I have a serious head cold tonight. So I will be reaching for the cough switch occasionally, but hopefully I will be able to catch it before it grabs me. And I'm also medicated. So look out. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't say what I was medicated with. I just said I was medicated. <laughs> Um, let's go around the room, find out who's here, and then we'll get to it. Um, first up, as it seems like always, he's always the first one in, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, good to have you. Just on the schedule. Such a pro. I don't know if I could go that far, but uh, oh, it's great to be here, Chuck. Thanks uh, for having me and uh, doing great. Uh, look forward to this discussion since uh, lots of releases happened this week, and I think I'll have. A, I think we will have a bit of a lively discussion this week. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Glad I agree to be with you, David. Yeah. Mr. Warren Sklar has has remodeled or redone something to his basement, and now it's all cleaned up, and it's impressive looking, Warren. I actually, uh, in the Slack channel, just sent you a couple of pictures, because it is it is impressive, actually. You can look later. Um, but yeah, I got the whole thing, and I, I had too much stuff for where I was in, the, in that corner, so I had to, I had to relocate it uh, somewhere else, and I'm pretty uh, happy with it. Um, good to be here. I had um, I had my COVID booster a couple of days ago, and I did not feel good for a couple of days. But I think today is good, so um, I'm I'm boosted again. This this is my fifth. Yeah, fifth one. it's the fifth shot now. So people are getting that. They actually had to write the the shot on the back of the card. That's how, that's something mm-hmm. I had at this point. Um, so that's that's my life. Good to be here. Okay. Well, glad glad that you uh came around and felt good enough to join us. Thanks. Jim Ray is back on his patio or porch or whatever he's on. Jim, good to have you. All of the above. All of the above. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Brittany Smith is back with her fuzzy microphone. Britt, good to have you. Thanks for having me, Chuck. Yeah. Now, last week you brought a friend. This week, it's just just you. This week he's driving back down to California. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it was it was good to have him, but it's definitely good to, to see you there where right where you should be, right in the center of my screen. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Andrew Orr is here. Um, Andrew, you don't look nearly as tired as you did last week. Um, after all, oh, man. all that coverage. <laughs> so far, this week has been better. Yeah. Last week was it was fun, but it was um work. Hot. Yeah, I would think so. 
Last but absolutely not least, joining us um, at the bottom of my screen is Mr. <laughs> Jeff Gamut, fresh back from WordCamp. Jeff, it's great to have you, and, and we missed you last week. I, I missed all of you, too. I, I missed all the big news. I missed, like, everything last week no. that wasn't WordPress-related. Wait, um, did something happen? Um, yeah, um, oh, actually, I guess I didn't miss everything because uh, I did get to uh, to experience the edge of uh, of the remnants of Hurricane K and uh, and got to experience more than 24 hours of rain in San Diego. Hmm. That's, That's exciting. Yeah, we had so severe drizzling here. And, and now you can write a WordPress blog about it because you know how I did it. Right. Although actually Saturday night I saw a lot of lightning, which we don't see in California. Mm. Got hammered last. Oh, night. yeah, that was kind of weird too. Yeah, there's some lightning um, that I could see. It was like 45 minutes of lightning. Wow, Jeff. Um, we don't want to turn this into a WordPress show, but were there any particularly important announcements or anything that uh, that we should, you know, kind of throw out there to let people know about? Well, the the timing for the event uh, in relation to WordPress release cycles, um, there, there wasn't like big, like really big news that came out. Um, but um, but uh, Matt he did announce that uh, or confirm that they are. Um, at least trying to work more on accessibility in uh, in the WordPress backend, which is good because that's something that's been sorely missing. Interesting, interesting. Okay, good, good. Um, well, I guess when when you missed the the uh, the the far out wrap up show, um, but you know now we've had a week to digest things. I was kind of curious to see if there was anything that had jumped out at anybody. That you know came with all the after coverage and after everyone had a chance to analyze everything. Anything that surprised any of you, uh, or that you maybe had information that was supplemented that uh, things you'd heard. So um, I haven't dug into this, but I saw someone online saying, you know, that new. Um, emergency SOS feature via satellite. Some Someone pointed out on Reddit that, you know, this is a great feature, but you got to think about depending on where you're at, that, that uh, you know, SOS via satellite feature and, and, and uh, rescuing services picking you up, that could be expensive. So price... Price, you know, in America, we got to pay for everything. That could be a something to consider, maybe. Um, Andrew, I, can I, I hop in? About that too. Oh, can I go after you? Uh, sure. You know what? I, I'm back. I'm just taking over. Chuck, you just sit down. And, well, um, well, before, right. hey Jeff, before you do, I'll take it back for oh, a second and, and and welcome Patrice Brendamore. Patrice, Hi. good to have you. <laughs> but what are you doing up? This time, this time of morning. Um, that's why I'm a little late. I was I woke up a little late. No, I'm I'm on vacation still, so why not joining? Like why why shouldn't I join, right? Okay, good. She's good apparently in America now. Always <laughs> <laughs> no, has, has the American flag behind her. Yeah, just probably probably showing up. All right, Jeff, get 
dig, dig back in and then Warren. Um, so Andrew, you totally nailed it. Um, the expense that people may incur if uh, if they have to be rescued could could like just financially destroy them. Yeah. So PSA in Colorado, we have a a backcountry um, uh, sort of like state run emergency insurance plan sort of thing. So when you buy a fishing license in Colorado. Um, or you can now buy just the uh, the the backcountry uh, insurance thing from the state, and it's super cheap. You know, like under twenty dollars for the year. Uh, that covers you. So if you have to be uh, like airlifted out, they have to send in search crews and all that to find you. That those expenses are covered. So if you're going to do anything in Colorado's backcountry. Um, even if you don't get the new iPhone, pony up the the uh, that super inexpensive uh, cost of getting that that backcountry protection. I mean, should it, it, if it's really an emergency, though, I'm okay with being in debt for life. That's uh, that was still have my a first life. point. Yeah, there is oh, that. Yeah. But- <laughs> you're only using you're only using this satellite. When you're about to die, I think it's right. Yeah, I so, think that's his intent. So you I wish, think, you wish. Well, <laughs> if, if you're, in a, yeah, so I mean, you're in, a, you're in a place where you can't just call anybody else, right? So this is you're either going to die or you're going to so, do this. Go ahead. So, so funny story. One of um, one of our former CEOs in the US, like the US uh, subsidiary, um called repeatedly called 911 because he was stuck in traffic until until they basically told him if he calls again they're gonna like refer him to the fbi and he's gonna get charged (laughs) why was he so (laughs) he was stuck in traffic so (laughs) i've been stuck in traffic i didn't manage to call 911 yes you're an adult though and you're native here. <laughs> what did he say when he called them? I I don't know. I don't know. I just know that okay. part. <laughs> Anyways, like so, the case is if you're if you're using this, if you're using this, it's it's for an emergency, and um, you're going, you know, if you're gonna die, then you'll figure out that part out later. What I thought you were kind of talking about how expensive the technology is too, which I'm sure is crazy expensive for everybody. Um. Mm-hmm. So my thought is this, I've seen, have you guys saw the, um, the Apple video of showing you how to connect to a satellite and it kind of says it moves around with you and you have to kind of, it actually tells you all that stuff. So my, my thought right now is Apple's given it for free for two years because it's not, it's not there yet. And it's probably not, it's going to expand. And there's gonna. This is not gonna be like it's always gonna find you if you're in the middle of nowhere. And I think Apple's gonna say, "Listen, you know, we told you that you're not paying a thousand dollars a month for it, and you know, we're, we're doing, we're we're rolling it out." So they want to kind of avoid. I want to say lawsuits on that, but they want to avoid selling it at this point. And hopefully, I think by the two years gone by, then they'll they'll have an improved system, and it'll probably be less expensive than it is now because of time. Well, they got services already available for 10 to $15 a month from other vendors. So I I don't think it's going to cost a thousand. Yeah. Well, I think we discussed it last week. I think what service Kelly bring it up and we we looked it up. Um, 
Yeah, we'll go back there's, to the show notes from last week. There's a right. service that's, uh, and I, I went and looked it up. It's $15 a month, or I think if you bought a year's worth at a time, it was $12 a month. And yeah, so, so, so that have, have existed. I mean, even even having a satellite phone is not super expensive. I mean, it's more expensive than your average phone plan, but it's not like a thousand bucks. Yeah, my assumption is that uh, that Apple is going to include two years free coverage uh, right. for the service. Yeah, uh, going forward. So every mm. time you buy a new uh, iPhone that supports the feature, it just automatically comes with that. So mm-hmm. for people that are upgrading every couple of years, mm. I, I'm betting that you're you're going to get yeah. that that as mm. part of the plan. Yeah, yeah I, I think they just don't. They never historically did anything like that. If you, even if you got the free Apple Music for three months, that's it. You're done. So that, like, that's true. Right. But they've never mm-hmm. offered something like this before. Yeah. 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 I. I, th- I mean, they cannot. They cannot have it free forever. So. Uh, so, so the issue well, is they could. the issue. They could. The issue <laughs> is going to be, they don't want the publicity of somebody, a news story of someone mm-hmm. who died. Because they didn't want to pay the exorbitant amount of money it would cost to have that life-saving feature, right? And that's My that's what they have to avoid, and they're going to have to figure out that line of. Um, well, I think that's yeah. where the two years comes in. So, mm-hmm. if you have an iPhone that's more than two years old, now you start paying. And my guess is, even if you haven't paid, they'll still take the call and forward it, but then they'll like try to charge you five hundred dollars or something. Retroactively, yeah. I, I I don't see them ever going like, oh, sorry, that person didn't fall, didn't pay, they can die. That would be <laughs> horrific. Yeah. But, but that's if, bad optics, if, right there. If you don't have, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you if you don't have, if you're not opted into it, it's like a cell phone. It's like the cell service on the on the uh, on the watch, right? So I mean, it's it's like if you don't yeah, have, but nine one one works on any phone. Right, whether it's connected to any service or or has a SIM card or anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Or sooner or later, we're going to see articles that come out and say, you know, the Apple satellite service compared to, you know, service X, service Y, and service Z for cost, range, ease of access, what equipment you have to have, all those things. You know, right now, it's, I mean, it looks good. It's, Andrew, do you have any idea when, when you were saying, you know, large sums of money like what kind of large sums of money were any specified um so there's actually a couple more points i want to say first for the money um this person on reddit sounded like it wouldn't cost anything if you were being rescued in a national park but outside of those areas that maybe when some money uh gets pushed in um the other thing I wanted to say is that um, Apple and GlobalStar, because GlobalStar is the satellite company that Apple is partnering with for this, they are pretty much partners at this point. I wrote an article um, that Apple is going to use um, up to 85% of GlobalStar's uh, satellite network capacity for this feature. And they also committed to around 95% of Global Star's costs when it comes to satellite maintenance and other additional, you know, expenditures, something like that. So they're they're committed. I mean, the, the, the it seems like I a take- takeover app for Apple to buy it is a likely 
That's something that I, that crossed my mind too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David. The other thing I want to take into account, like everybody said at the beginning, this is this is something really new. You know, I just did a presentation on this last week at a user group and um, and talking about you know the details of what the way the service works. You know, when when you're making that phone call, you're going to go into the assumption that that emergency services uh, that's in that area is going to be able to take get text messages. You can't do voice calls. So, but if you if you can't. Apple will know this and, and it automatically will bring in a relay center and they have staff that Apple is paying to, to, to take that information from the text. And then that relay center will call the emergency services for them uh, by using that service. So they, this is all new. They're, they're all, they're putting all this information in place. I mean, the same thing is they are going to offer that if it's not a dire emergency, the find my service and the mapping will work and you, it'll allow you to be able to send the information to your loved ones to, to tell them where you are based on the GPS location through maps and the, and the find my. Um, so this is the beginning stages of where we are with this service. But uh, like everybody's been saying, we got a bit of ways to go. It's not, it, it, this is not going to be, you pick up a phone and, and you're doing, you're making a satellite call. This is, this is a way of being able to communicate by text to get the services that you need for emergencies. And mm -hmm. I think uh, by me, uh, by, by, uh, everything I went through with this, uh, this they, they they did a pretty pretty amazing job considering this is its infancy. It's still at the, at the beginnings of of, of, uh, of an expanding service. And I think they've got more good things to come. I mean, they haven't really perfected cell service in cities here. I mean, they got a long ways to go. I mean, it, I mean, my wife can't get like 5G in her apartment in, uh, in Chicago. And that's a thing now. I mean, and, you know, if satellite's the answer to like, if if they're going to make a transition to satellite from towers, eventually, that, that would be interesting if that yeah. becomes cheap enough, because I think the tower idea is not a great idea because it's been years and years and years and it's still hard to get service to everybody in the world. So, um, you know, we'll see, you know, where this, you know, takes us, but eventually if satellite is going to be the go-to data, um, which is, you know, Elon Musk's idea, right? He wanted to do that before this, you know, Starlink, I guess, is what he wants to do is basically provide fast internet to everybody using satellite. Uh, and hopefully the same with, you know, voice over data, then, you know, maybe that's the way to, you know, the future. Yeah. Hey, Starlink is no nowhere near it shouldn't be in the same sentence with everybody let's put it that way well the idea um, yeah. it's it's not i mean the idea of putting you know whether tesla you know elon musk puts one up and then you know that works and then Verizon shoots one up over america that you know who knows right but that's but you know i've seen it. projections that even if you know they're sh shooting up starships you know every week you know maybe in five years they'll be able to cover half a percent of the population. Um, it's not going to replace terrestrial uh, cell networks. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is a fleet visibility solution for Mac, Windows, and Linux that can help you securely scale your business. The challenge with endpoint security has always been that it's difficult to scale, and when remote work took over, that challenge got exponentially harder. You need visibility into your fleet of devices in order to meet security goals and reduce service desk tickets. 
But how do you get that visibility when different parts of your company run on Mac, Windows, and Linux? You get Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that gives IT teams a single dashboard for all devices, regardless of their operating system. Collide gives you real-time access to your fleet's data and can do things that traditional MDMs can't. And instead of installing intrusive agents or locking down devices, Collide takes a user-focused approach that communicates security recommendations to your employees directly on Slack. You can answer every question you have about your fleet without intruding on your workforce. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. If you follow that link, they'll hook you up with a goodie bag just for activating a free trial. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Again, collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for their support of Mac Voices. Yeah, I, I'm feeling like Starlink is ultimately a boondoggle because the the like you were saying the amount of launches that they have to do to uh, to just build the network is insane, and uh, and then before they've even finished building it, they have satellites that are that are going end of life. So right. well, so then they have to start replacing those, and continue to build which means even more launches it's yeah i mean it's i mean if you guys ever been on a cruise and got the internet um you know and and basically what it is is a satellite beaming directly a signal directly to the you know i think it can make a huge difference outside of cities but most people live in cities so but as i was saying they 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 haven't got cities right yet either because there's plenty (laughs) of places in the middle of the city where you can't get service and it it could be the building too because you know where i work we had really bad uh cell cell service until we had them install repeaters inside the building so we've all been we've all been in the middle middle of cities with our phones saying this is not so great of a a lot less than 10 or 15 years ago i think it's getting good yeah yeah Yeah. i mean and a lot of times the question is are they going to continue on with towers and this kind of technology of like putting different radios on towers? Or is there a better way to go? And I think that's what they're trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, hey, before, we go, be, go? before we go any further, I want to work, welcome Eric Bolden. Um, he snuck in here. Eric, you you had no better sense than to join this crew tonight? <laughs> I'm avoiding work. I, I just oh, okay. assumed you lost a bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and um, Eric, you want to want to mention the thing you put in our, our private chat so everybody can see it? Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, you know, so after the watch came out, it took a while. And then everybody started telling stories about how the watch saved their life and all the rest of it. Um, it, it took a while before there was kind of a critical mass of people. I think that the same thing with the satellite that it might be like a really short message, but you need a lot of people that have the possibility of sending the message to be able to capture the one or two people that get into a situation where it makes a difference and they're willing to tell their story. So I think the marketing opportunity can't be discounted. No, I I agree. I mean, I, I fully expect to see a story pop up that Warren's wife has been rescued from Chicago because of her Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that, She's going to need the uh, iPhone 14 with you to try to yeah. track that satellite. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to throw uh, one article I saw in the chat room. Um, 
that I thought was interesting. And it was one of those things that I think we touched on it in, in this show. If not, we touched on it another show somewhere. Um, and that is the size of the uh, the iPhone 14 Pro Raw photos. That if you're going to use that option with the 48 megapixels, your photos are going to take up a whopping 75 megabytes per picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, I don't think that's a real should be a surprise to anybody. No, but it's three times the size of a 12 megabyte, a 12 megapixel like yeah. raw photo, right? So, yeah. isn't it four what times? is 12 times three? 36. 36. So it's actually a little bit. It's we're four times bigger. We're still in it's megabytes, four times people. Bigger. I mean, these are big yeah. photos. I mean, you keep asking for better, better cameras yeah. in your phone and better processing and, you know, spacey space. Well, the other yeah. thing, I, I knew this at one point, but I'd forgotten it until it was repointed out that the 14 has, a, excuse me, the 14 Pro has the same thing, that if you are shooting 4K uh uh, what's what I think they call it pro raw um yeah. video ProRes? that ProRes. or pro res, excuse me. Yeah, thank ProRes? you, pro res. Um, that you can only do that if your phone has more than 256 gigabytes, right. otherwise, mm -hmm. it won't even let you turn it on. So, I turned off all raw and all that stuff uh, as soon as that started out because that did scare me the sizes and all that. I'm like, I my human eye is not going to be able to see it, and I don't edit photos or videos enough to to do that. Warren, that's actually a, a, an important point. Most people don't need or, yeah, or would never even understand what happens with a raw photo, why they would want it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so. Even if you do, I mean, even if you're, if you're like us, probably we understand raw, we don't really ever need it, right? And if you understood yeah. it, you would turn it on per that photo you were mm -hmm. for. Exactly. Uh, that, that's exactly how I use RAW. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you have it is impressive. And there's that segment of the of, of the population out there that will know, A, will understand it, know how to use it, and will take advantage of it. But, yeah, you know, it's just not going to be for the casual snap that you do, no. you know, for an item in the store that you want to try to remember. It's so, going to be when you're out taking serious photos. So the question is: Does it upload? Does it upload to your cloud storage in that seventy-five meg size? For these I would programs? think so, probably. So, so I. So my point would be: It does. So if you had a sixty-four gig iPhone and wanted to do ProRes, technically you could turn on optimized storage, shoot the ProRes film, the that would go up to the cloud, <laughs> and then and then you say sixty-four gigabytes. Well, I'm making a point. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah. so like if you had a smaller phone with 128 gig and didn't, you know, wanted to take a lot of pictures, you could turn on optimized photos and still have your ProRes on your Mac. Mm -hmm. back, if you've ever captured like 4K content of any sort, like especially in like a video context, you know how big those files get. So I don't think so. Well, so that's the problem. Size. Like if after like half. After half an hour of video, your your phone is full or something. Well, I'm sure the photographers that use up that one terabyte or two terabyte iCloud storage already. So, I mean, I'm sure it's happened. Um, yeah, but the problem is the, the problem is you can't put it on your phone first. Like it it has to be you have to be able to store it on your phone before it can be uploaded. And if your phone is already full, that's not going to work. Right, but you have that option uh, in in the settings, Patrice that. 
and I realize, you know, we're talking about dumping new photos in and, you know, but you can offload some of your apps automatically if you start running out of space. So. Sure. Go Angry Birds. I need this flower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, as I said, the problem with the 64 gig phone is, um, I mean, a short video might work, but a longer video is going to like basically eat up the entire phone space. And I think that's why Apple, well, probably one of the reasons why Apple limited that. Yeah. Brad in the chat room says, or tether the iPhone 14 Pro to a, to the computer and snap high-res pictures directly to the computer. It doesn't. No, I don't think. Brad, I don't know that it works that way. No, it doesn't. You I, need I, don't, a, you need... I don't think that there's a way to default <laughs> the, the, the iPhone saving. And <laughs> I mean, maybe that'll be a feature they eventually. There's not. And you well, could hook an external you probably need a special camera. Well, they used to sell the lightning camera kit. So remember, and it, it's still out there. And so I have one. So the, the lightning camera kit was a lightning connector to a SD card, but they never figured out. There was never a mechanism, it was an Apple cable, but they never mechanized a way for you to default save to that, right. as far as I know. So mm -hmm, right. that I think someone could work. write an app to do that. I, I mean, um, they, I don't, I don't think you could change the default you know, save example, location. Well, that's what, um, that's what Camo does. Yeah, but when you save, when you, when the you camera save and sending it to the Mac, hmm. maybe. Interesting point, Joe. Mm, I hadn't thought about it quite that possible, way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But I mean, as, as far as I know, even like professional DSLRs don't do that. Like you can tether them to your device, but they still store on the on the on the SD card. Right. Because mm. technically there should well, be a room for one frame, but well, there's lightning to USB adapters too. I mean, technically you can well, hook and, a, a SSD drive. And, and you USB know, the other problem is 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 lightning fast enough for to transfer uh, ProRes in real time? I'm not too sure about no. that. I'm no, guessing not. And Patrice no, is, Patrice not even is, close. Yeah, so that's not, <laughs> so not going to work. Yeah, USB 2.0 will not work. Be, <laughs> right, so you can't do that. But maybe. we have, so but if iPhone okay. goes Lightning, if I uh, goes USB-C, maybe? Actually, maybe you could do it with Wi-Fi. I think I had something faster, that used right? to do that. I used to have one of those USB Wi-Fi things, and I think, yeah, there might have been a way to do it for that too. Well, and there there used to be different solutions for not iPhones, but for actual cameras. You know, the first the first thing right. is that um, you know the camera has a certain buffer memory, and you can snap right up to the point that you you fill up that buffer, and then you have to wait until it writes some things to the card, clears out that memory, so you can shoot more. But there was also anybody remember the Wi-Fi, um, the Wi-Fi cards yeah. that you could put in your oh, cameras. Little SD cards, yeah, the SD, yeah. yeah. SD Wi-Fi cards, yeah. Yeah, so you know there there's some options out there that are possible. It's just a matter of what Apple will decide to let developers dig in and do. Fun. So developers can get at the camera and do anything with the camera. Things like Ali do that in Camo. So you just need an app that grab gets the camera and then pumps it out at whatever the highest bandwidth. Yeah. You're, you're asking a program. You're asking a program to access directly to camera, basically, uh, directly. And yeah. They yeah. Totally. There are there are you know programs like Halide. That's what they do. But they're not saving the the snap. They're just they're channeling. They're they're, they're passing it through. 
Right. So. It would need to be a direct save. It would basically need to say, save, save, bypass the iPhone's internal memory to this. And yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, Web, well, in, Web, Web yeah. in the chat room says I used to have the iFi card. That was, I couldn't think of it. Web thing. iFi. Yeah. E-Y-E. Ooh, Dave has. Oh my God. You could even just find one that fast. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep. tried that. I still yeah. have it. I can't believe it. Yeah. I, I have one somewhere, but <laughs> I mean, Dave has anything. I could anything. not. <laughs> I, could not get it. I, I got the whole case here. And I, 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 sitting, I remember it was sitting right over there. So <laughs> I probably have something. No, no matter what we mentioned, Dave, you're always like, "Oh, I have that here." You, you <laughs> grab something. Like, <laughs> so, so let's okay, put into the drop, test. We can just go straight to after dark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have everything in my fingertips. Yeah, let's. let's put, oh, do God. you have a Do you have a Hayes fifty or uh, twelve hundred baud modem? No, I did. Okay. Darn. Oh, not right now. I don't. You've let us down. You've let us down. I would How about a Mac 128? How about a 128K Mac? It was before my time. I didn't have a Mac until 2006. So, Oh, that's no All excuse. Right. I, I have a it's 512K not- sitting uh, on a pedestal in the living room. Oh. It's a decorator piece. Close enough. Yeah, but it still works. Do you want me to go grab it and prove it? I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stuffed, uh, a stuffed computer voodoo doll. For help desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a G3 in the basement, actually. And an iBook. I'm to think of it. I just saw it this after yesterday afternoon. It's like, wow, I forgot I had that. Um, one other thing that popped up um post far out. I'm throwing it into the chat room now. Is that the um I've the Excuse me, the Apple Watch Ultra will cost more to repair than buying a new Series 8. Did, does, should this surprise anybody at all? Nope. No. It kind of does. It surprises me. What does that mean, repair? What do they do? <laughs> they don't. It's an $800. They just exchanged it. It's an $800 watch. And... That's a good point. What part are they pulling out? Is the screen $800 if they replace the screen? Mm-hmm. Battery. I, don't, I don't think. I mean, even with the Apple Watch, I don't think Apple does does repairs. They, I don't think they do either. They they replace <laughs> it. I had one Apple person say when I bricked my watch for the beta that they were going to send it out, and I think Dickie was just trying to scare me. Send it out and <laughs> pop off the um the glass in a vacuum seal or something like that, and do something and pop it back on. And I said, forget that. And you know, I you know, so I don't know if that was an empty thread or not, but I, I think you're right. They don't. You scared them? They just replace them. Yeah, with the specs on this, um, I wouldn't feel comfortable that the seals would uh, still be solid when I get it back. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's true, especially for this. The plus, they're only charging ninety nine dollars for AppleCare Plus on the, yeah. uh, the Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you've if, if compared that that and and that, if I remember correctly, isn't that for unlimited repairs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They so, change it. Still not. If you're into serious extreme sports, and you're going to wear this watch, that's or even if you're into on the Apple Watch, yeah, that that's really easy. I wish I um, could get this with a smaller screen yeah. because th- this would be a uh, feature-wise a really good watch for me. See, I'm the other but way around. I want the, it's just too big. I want to get with the bigger screen. The only reason I would want this is for the bigger screen. To be no, by the way, you can't get it until November now. 
I'm getting my oh, I'm getting my eight on Friday, so hmm. I'm not getting out there. Hey, going back to the last um, discussion, Brad points out something interesting. Preview since Mojave offers continuity camera, and you can file import from iPhone and take photo. Yep, I have that's to go true. and try that. You know, no, that's true in in, in QuickTime, right? Well, but that's in, all out. QuickTime or in pre. I mean, you can mm. even. Oh, I yeah. think in even in Pages and so on, you can import from your iPhone, right? Right, but these are all Apple solutions. I mean, mm -hmm. we're not well, talking even, about a third-party hook. Who cares? Yeah, but, yeah, but even Apple. <laughs> who cares? Apple. They they do it all the time. They do th they hook into things that they don't let developers hook into, and then finally they're like, "Hey, this year WWDC, we let you hook into Blockkit," and they're like, "Yeah, they do it all the time." Well, and I don't know what format or or what resolution they pull in. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not raw. I would not think it would pull in wrong. Mm -mm. Oh, you got the two options. You can take the photo, scan a document, or you just import the photo completely from the iPhone through through Preview. So, I don't know. Does Preview read Pro Raw? I don't I know. Wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't think so either. Pre but preview is so. like a magical. Uh, it is. Tool. <laughs> it does. Do, do not it. underestimate what it is oh. capable of. Yeah. You would think it would only open in something that could actually edit a pro-raw file, because that's a whole point of it, right? And Brad also says QuickTime Player can mirror the, the iPhone. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that, Brad, because I do that, that all, yeah, <laughs> yeah. do that all the time. But um, mm -hmm. I don't think that, I think that's more of a screen capture level as opposed to, you know, ProRes or even, even you know, a, a, a big JPEG. There's definitely a way to get the big raw file off the iPhone to something, it, you know, may not be lightning, but I, you know, Jim said Wi-Fi would off somehow. I think it's, is the way to go. Yeah, I think if that's a solution, that's a good solution. Well, and I'll be surprised if iAmazing doesn't support it, you know, day one. If it doesn't, it'll, it'll do it quick. This panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk about the new Apple hardware they purchased, which models they selected, and why. We also talk about the new cycle tracking capabilities of the Apple Watch. That's all next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.